0: Alex enjoyed it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I think Alex is still going through early morning delete. Lack of me. lack of sleep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so everybody knows. I I want to be. I want to disclaim this here. I am running on a strange sleep schedule. I fell asleep too early last night. Woke up at two in the morning, and naturally decided to play Souls for five hours until seven a.m. <laughs> So the best use of time. I feel fantastic.
0: Hey, I want to I throw this out there real quick, but I don't want to talk about it at all. Um, the trailer for the Kanye West game is out, in case you guys... <laughs> yeah. I, th- let's let's actually... Did you know he was
1: making a game? Because yes. I didn't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I brought this up on the podcast a couple episodes ago. It wasn't that recent.
1: Yeah, I don't... Actually, Josh, I could be wrong. I don't think you brought it up in the podcast. I think you just told us in the in the chat. Regardless, I forgot about Regardless, it. Regardless, we spent too much time on it. I hope he dies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, what a way to start this one. Welcome to the 2v1 podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm Nick, joined by Josh and Alex. Every oh. week we talk about video games and uh, other stuff. And apparently we hate Kanye. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I certainly do. But yeah. Um, he's, a, he's a non-person in my life. He's an NPC. It's, yeah, that's that's a fact. Yeah. Hmm.
0: But anyway, yeah, video games. Nick, start us off with XCOM and telling us about your issues. Yeah, I've played a lot more of that now since last week because The Witness is now out of my life. How do you that's, feel that's about good. that, actually? I'm still still thinking about how I feel about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Is
1: it going <laughs> to undergo the MSE, the media souring effect?
0: I don't think so. Okay, no. And, and I spent. A bunch of time. I've probably written like a thousand or so words about it that Very I'm cool. not sure if it's worth posting anywhere because yes. it's that I think I might anyway, just because it might explain how confused I am after playing it. I think <laughs> it's a fine idea, but definitely a game worth playing, like for sure. Just it's it's so strange, but I don't want to talk about the witness. Um, XCOM. Now that I've spent a ton of time playing it, I initially said that I was not going to save and reload and save and reload in this because I wanted to just go with people dying or whatever happened, just go with it and see if I can get through the game. Undo not even possible. Like, I can no way. I can't do that. Because I got to a point I got to a point where well, actually, first of all, I started a new game already. So, like, in when I first started the game, I probably played for like, six hours? And just completely abandoned the the game I had. Because I got to a point where everybody was dead. I had no soldiers. So, what happens so to that? What, what happens? Basically, with the overall countdown timer that's going on, the Avatar project, once it gets to the end, you just lose, I guess. But even though i had like no soldiers to do anything with t- technically the game continues and i just wouldn't be able to retaliate or take action and when the aliens attacked me or were doing something to mess up my plans or whatever they were furthering the avatar project and counting down the timer i just wouldn't be able to attack them because i didn't have soldiers so i think i would be able to just keep playing having to avoid all the battles and then it would I would just lose the game. So obviously I saw that coming and just decided to start a new one. But it's funny that you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> like you can just you can just sit there and watch the timer countdown and just see everything crumble, I guess, if you wanted to. What this kind of reminds me of is like with sport games playing a career mode with like a creative character and then like you're mm-hmm. gonna lose a match and
1: you're like, I don't wanna lose a match, so you just quit out and start Yeah, yeah. That that's a that's an old Mi'kmaq thing, Simon. Yeah. Although he's usually good. <laughs> I, well, anytime I played any sports games, I would
0: never take a loss. Like, it just didn't make sense to. Or does it make than, complete sense to take a loss?
1: Well, <laughs> well, no.
0: I mean, obviously, that would be the most realistic way to play it and probably be more interesting. But I never did that, and I could never get over that, like, I don't want to lose a game. I want to have a perfect record, you know. So Which means nothing in that all, all it is is more wasting yeah. of time having to restart matches, even though you could lose matches and That's still win true. the... That's cup true. Or whatever. Yeah, with a with a sports game specifically, you could still overcome that. Mm-hmm. In XCOM, you can't. <laughs> you can get to a, lo- a fail state quickly if you're not careful. And even if you are careful, you can still get to a fail state. So Robert Ory start- doesn't die in the middle of a three-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't get shot by... Uh, a super low percent critical chance from across the
1: map. The Robert Ori is an old video game reference for Josh and me.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: I started a new game in
0: XCOM and also started this one planning again to just roll with the punches. If people die, people die. But I do need to continue to make progress. Like, I can't just fail missions. I'm not not planning to fail missions because... Yes, you can continue after failing a mission, but ultimately, I think, on the normal difficulty and definitely higher, if you fail a mission, you are screwed, essentially, because that means you lost four of your best people, probably. You lost progress, or you just gave progress on the overall countdown timer, you lost supplies, you lost everything in one battle. It could, I think, really turn things around immediately, so... I went in saying, I'm not going to fail fail battles. If I have to save and reload just to pass them, that's fine. If people die in order for me to pass them, that's still fine. I'm not saving and reloading because people <laughs> die. I'm saving and reloading to literally complete the mission. And how long, which is, which how is long still are still missions and battles? Because I know the one I was waiting on you the other day seemed like it took you forever. It, it was at least an hour. For so that one. So what you're saying is you could get... You get 50 minutes into one of these battles, end up losing it, and deciding you want to restart that entire battle. Right. And initially, here's another thing I I was starting out doing. I was saying, okay, I'm committing to saving and reloading, but I will only reload and do the whole mission over again and punish myself. Mm. You know. So uh. so so I'll just and and I actually did that in um
1: in Fire Emblem. I'm I'm familiar with that mindset from other games.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I'm I'm taking a way out. I'm going to punish myself and try and do it the way that the game intends. No, I can't do that. You can't do that in this game. If you are committing to saving and reloading, you are basically, like, you've, you've passed the point of no return. That's not going to happen because you're inevitably going to make a mistake that you didn't see coming, and you, you're just wasting time. Like... It the the wasting time versus punishing yourself there's a disconnect there. I'd rather just not waste time. Mm-hmm. You know, like how we always talk about I don't want to waste time. Good decision. Yeah. So I it lets you save periodically throughout the mission. So it say you make progress in, you kill a bunch of enemies, you didn't take any damage, didn't lose anybody, you're not you're not wasting a bunch of time on the countdown timer within that mission. Save. And and say I'm good from this point on, and then continue, and then if you make another milestone or checkpoint, like theoretical checkpoint, save again, and that's what I'm doing, because holy shit, has this game got incredibly difficult all of a sudden? It, and in a way, I think it's kind of unfair. It uh, an unfair difficulty. Yeah, and and this is actually kind of a an agreed upon thing currently with the state of this game because it does have bugs it has it has a few issues that can be game-breaking and a lot of there's yeah and and there's um there's the possibility that for me the one that i've experienced enemies will just disappear Oh, that's good so like you you're working your way through the map and you're clearing the fog of war which is a term for what you can't see in like strategy games as you're clearing that away, once you encounter aliens or whatever they are, you see them, you see where they move, and because you've seen that part of the map, it is now always viewable. You can always see that part of the map and where they go and whatever, within reason. You know, they, If they move super far away, they can get out of range again. But what I've experienced is, I see these enemies, I'm shooting at them, I'm actively engaged in them. And then they might just take one tile step away and sort of get behind something, but not really be behind something, and they'll just disappear. Maybe they activated their cloak ability. You cannot see them. Well, there are enemies that can cloak, but that's not the case (laughs) here. So that's been really frustrating because you know they're there, but you don't know the exact tile they're on, so you don't know the exact line of sight they have to your characters. So you might make a move blindly, even though you know they're there, and you can kind of screw yourself. And that sounds like that's your fault, but th- this is a bug. This is a legitimate bug. They are disappearing, and it screws you over. Do you know and if they're happening... working on patches right now? Is it worth waiting? I would assume I would assume they have to be. I mean, the the first, X- not first XCOM, but Enemy Unknown, the other one before this, Mm. Mm-hmm. I think had a lot of issues when it first came out too. And then they either patched it or, like, fixed everything with the expansion that they released. The Enemy Within thing. I'm sure they're going to do something for this game like that. But hopefully they'll patch stuff too. I don't know. Says they're looking into it now. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of other problems that I have not had. Like, that's, that's really the only one I've had. And it's annoying, but now that I'm like saving and reloading, I can I can basically sidestep it. Um the other thing that started freaking me out is I forgot that I hit a lot of bugs in the first one that were mission breaking. Like you couldn't complete the mission. Like if somebody if an enemy you kill them, but technically the game thinks they're not dead, so you can't you can't finish the mission until they're dead. And I that happened to me a couple times in the first one. So another reason I started making multiple saves is to avoid shit like that. Because if I got through one of these hour-long missions and couldn't complete the mission, I think my head would explode.
1: That really sucks, dude. I got to be honest with you, like, from what you're telling me, these are things that... uh, Shouldn't happen. Yeah, I'm glad that you're enjoying it and you're going through it. But let's just say for the sake of argument that both of us were going to play it, but you were like, oh, I'll play it first. This mm. would freak me out enough to not want to play it. To not play it, yeah, yeah
0: and that's really unfortunate because
1: it, the game it's gotten sounds really,
0: sweet. It, it's a great game. Like I, I love, I love this game. It's really, really good. I, I'm glad I took time away from Enemy Unknown because I knew I liked the gameplay and just wanted to put all of my effort into this game. And I'm probably going to be playing this for a while. I feel like because I'm, I'm always thinking about it. The thing that I love is making progress constantly. Everything is my own. My own choices. My own bases. My own soldiers. Like, it's super cool how this game essentially lets you make your own story wrapped within this sort of running narrative that the game has on its own. Like, you you are completing certain missions and there is a story happening, but, like, all of the randomness paired with your own personal choice is, is super cool now but it has all these problems that shouldn't exist on a pc exclusive developed game like it should not have it shouldn't have shipped with all of these problems it sucks xcom has always been a series that i thought i knew what it was but after watching quick looks and hearing you talk about it, I still really don't know what the game is. Like every, <laughs> everything you've explained right now, it's I hard get. to explain. I can't all visualize
1: it, Josh. Or well, what? no
0: it, here, this is what I mean by it. Okay. So I get, I've always understood the battling, the t- like tile based,
1: turn based
0: esque sort of thing. I get that. I, I know what that is. However, you haven't really even touched on the whole other aspect of the game. Like watching the quick look, how there's like a fallout shelter sort of feel to it. Yeah, to some of it, like I have, mm-hmm. I had no idea any of that even existed or what that entails. It, it asks a lot of the player. You you have to handle a lot of stuff. Like and it's not it's, just a battling game. There's, it's a strategy game essentially. Even beyond that, there's RTS elements. It seems like to it, there's micromanagement. There's, well, it it definitely is never in real time. Okay. Um, that it is basically turn based. Uh, it, even even the outside stuff, the metagame, where you're moving around the world map and like doing whatever missions to get supplies or whatever, it's all based on time. You have to you have to actively select to pass time where you want to pass time. But yeah, the, there's this whole other thing that I've I've struggled to explain. I I told you I told you outside of the podcast, like there's there's the moment to moment gameplay where you're moving through a mission shooting enemies, taking random dice rolls on maybe you're going to hit them or not, positioning people around the map, completing objectives within that map. There's a turn. There's a a timer within those missions where if you don't complete it within the timer, you fail. And then outside of that, you're managing a base, like your base of operations that looks like Fallout Shelter. It's another grid that you're digging out spots within a spaceship. And you're choosing what facilities you put there how those facilities give you certain buffs throughout the game to your soldiers you can research items and weapons and stuff that that your soldiers wear like armor it's crazy sounds terrible i love it i love that and that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about is it makes you feel like you're doing your own story like it's it's all your own thing because every choice you make is probably going to be different than somebody else playing the game, and and that but that doesn't affect the story, right? No, no, but but like I like I said, a lot of this game. I think benefits from you immersing yourself in it and thinking like this is this person, and I really like this soldier, and they have this name, and they got this nickname from how they. How they've killed how many enemies or they're, like, weak-willed or something. And, like, you just continue this running narrative of your own people and your own thing and your own choices. And, like, if that's not for you, obviously, this game is not for you. But that, for me, I love that. Like, because I love getting super deep into games and, like, putting myself in it and, like, thinking about it that way. How would I make this choice? etc. Couldn't couldn't you kind of say the same thing about Fallout Four then with like the base definitely. management and definitely
1: that's what I was
0: actually wondering, Josh. It, that get, Fallout Four specifically, I think, is much more open ended for your story than like Fallout Three mm-hmm. or New Vegas. Yeah, that's what a Fallout? good that's a good point. I don't know what is Fallout.
1: We've been playing. I've been playing it lately with my brother, and uh, he's been like part of the group chats at night and we just keep on harping on don't worry about settlements like oh you've been you've been playing it yeah just oh cool yeah just because like i want to play it with my brother and i've been telling him like you can if you want but don't worry about it yeah like most most importantly the same thing that i always had a problem with don't feel obligated to do it there's
0: virtually no obligation yeah none exactly uh, we're
1: just trying to communicate that there's only like
0: three or four missions throughout the entire game that require you to do
1: settlement-esque
0: sort of things yeah and and actually the only ones that require you to do that is if you are doing the one faction you can avoid that faction completely interesting right josh that's not a part of why oh no wait you'd have to do that either way you're right. There is, no matter what, no matter what faction, mm-hmm. there is a part of it that requires it. You're right. I forgot I mean, even that. right at the beginning, one of the first couple missions requires you to do something. Well, it, uh, you could avoid all that. As soon as you walk out of the vault, you can just not go there. I guess, but, okay. Yeah, no, you definitely can. You, you definitely don't have to do that. And then that, so, okay, yeah, I guess. Unless, yeah. unless at some point it does require you to go back to at least start that faction. For some reason, maybe because that maybe maybe it does to do anything with that faction, you have to get through that first. Maybe I'm not sure. Why are we talking about Fallout? I don't know. Let's not talk about Fallout. (laughs) Apparently, you you brought it up, Josh. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, though, they did say that the graphics were improved with a recent patch on consoles, which is. It looks it looks better,
1: dude. It runs really? better. And um, you actually noticed. Yeah, I did. It, it, and The thing is, the reason I know I'm not biased because I didn't know that it involved graphics. I think I, I think oh. I meant I mentioned this to you guys. I was like, this looks better than I remember. And hmm. as I as I looked into what it was, that was part of the package. And also uh Dave P remarked it drastically decreased loading times. Oh wow. Yeah. And that's a big deal. And so actually huh. Speaking of loading times, Nick, unless you have more to say about XCOM. Nope. No, I talked a lot about it already. Okay. Um. So a game that I started recently finally was Van Helsing. The free, it was, what was it free a month ago? Something like that? A month or two ago. Yeah, a month or two yeah. ago, that Van Helsing game was free. It's a top-down, as Nick put it actually to me, it's basically Diablo. It, it's, mm. you know, it plays like a dungeon crawler it, isometric. I, yeah. And, um, you know, you have hot button based abilities and stuff. You can, mm-hmm. you can either build a, a melee or a range character, which is cool. Cause it's co-op. I'm playing it with a uh, friend Brozich and he has, friend um, Brozich. Yeah, he's he's doing the ranged build and I'm doing melee. So I just charge in and like a swarm of 10 guys will come around me. I'm just swinging swords wildly and he's just standing back shooting from a distance. It's really really fun. But anyhow, um the game itself is extremely in depth. It it it's a it's a really great free offering. I mean, there's a lot there. We've we've put in probably I'd say 4 to 6 hours and Have done basically nothing, basically, because you start off pretty worthless. Like, there's. You're very weak. And yeah, you got. Like, I've been doing a lot of grinding to level up, and there's a ton of loot. I just. I can't believe how involved the uh, inventory system is. I mean, it's -hmm. it's as in depth as, like, a big, full retail game. I also don't know. I I think this game's relatively old. Um, It's old on the PC, but it was just on pc New on xbox yeah for that free. i think it was a kickstarter game too i don't yeah, maybe I don't, I don't know but um anyhow re- regardless my one issue with it is that the loading times are excruciating <laughs> like like kind of don't want to play it excruciating oh wow yeah because really? i mean I, I know they're long in witcher and stuff but it's frustrating. You know, it, it, it runs well and it looks nice, but there's no reason for it. I think um i guess it's because
0: with those kind of games, it has to load in that whole map, like the the dungeon or whatever you're mm-hmm. they, yeah, I don't and- I don't think those typically this is this is me talking without any design experience, obviously, but the way it seems is there's no loading within those usually unless you enter another area. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's loading in this really big open area and it's zoomed out. So it's like showing. And that would make sense
1: because. And a lot of like
0: splash effects. Yeah, they are large. Like
1: it's, it's pretty cool. There, there's this one wooded area that we go to a lot and it's huge, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, there might be something I have to do to complete a quest and all I want to do is go turn it in. And I'm like, bros, let's wait until we have something else to do there. Cause I, like you yeah. actually factor that in that you should not have to factor that, that into, into your decision. No, it, it sucks. I mean, you might wait a minute on a loading screen. So yeah. I don't know that that's one very difficult obstacle to try and overcome, but we do have fun playing it. Um, and like, I, I've, I've had a few little minor glitches, but overall aside from the loading, that's really my only grievance with it. And it's, a lot of fun to play. So, if uh, I know a lot of people, myself included, when the free games come out, it's good to—it's a good practice to just sort of click, download, then cancel it. Yeah. And that you know, if you ever do want to play it, you have it. So, mm-hmm. um, if you don't do that, it might be a good idea to get into that practice. And this is a great example of why I think this is a—it's um, not a gem in terms of PC game. Because it has a lot of amazing reviews, but you know a lot of console people wouldn't know about it. So it's right. it's a good way to access stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know if I'll check it out. I I mean I, I I grabbed it when it was free, but I I don't know if I'm gonna check it out. Just like time, yeah. You know, because the those <laughs> games that that like style, the isometric moving across the map and whatever. I've only played one game, and that was Torchlight, like that, and I had fun, and it was cool. I just didn't feel like invested in it. Mm-hmm. Those are types of World games you can't just play to get through. No, well, no, no. You definitely—that's ha- what I'm. You you definitely have to be invested, like mm-hmm. with all the the equipment and loot drops, and they're they're
1: kind of grindy. Mm-hmm. They and- are. See, here's what I can say about it, like, uh, and I'll find out within a couple more sessions if I'm going to continue with it, but. I'm definitely not playing it for the story. Like No. no. Who cares? Uh, there's going to be a lot of grinding involved, and it's not a short game from what I can tell. Just I'm sure it isn't. Just from glancing at it. So the thing is, I like doing random one-off titles like that with Brozich. I don't know why. We we always end up having a really good time with it, but usually it's because of some sort of quirk or special gameplay feature. Like whenever we played uh, Lara Croft. Temple of a What was it, Josh? temple of osiris but i think that's a new one that yeah but you're on the right track it, last guardian not yeah. last guardian, I, yeah get, it's like a beat em up or something yeah but it, it was the one before that and it was a blast just because of some of the mechanics and we had uh a grappling hook that we could annoy the shit out of each other with and so <laughs> those kind of things make it a nice experience but yeah we'll see i mean i i enjoy it it's a good game if you're into dungeon crawlers it's perfect but right now with so many other things you know I might not finish it. We'll see.
0: Yeah, the, those are, like, kind of games that I've said before, like, a podcast game or something, or, like, they're good tune-out games, which is weird. That's a good point. Because, because like, why would you play it, but at the same time, if you're playing it, like, you're playing with Brozich you're kind of it's kind of a social thing like halo yeah exactly Where this game's fun to play but you just want to bullshit with somebody yeah
1: yeah because that's you talk whether you're bullshitting with somebody or like you said like a podcast game um i've told you guys before i i can't divide attentions like that well and for example if i'm playing you're essentially doing that yeah if i play (laughs) something like like fallout well okay I can't divide attentions on something that I really want to pay attention to. If I'm playing something like fallout or witcher, and there's a lot of dialogue that I want to pay attention to. Even then I like chatting with one person at most. And I like Mm -hmm. it when they're playing the same game. Right. Because they understand when you're like, Hey, hold on, you know, and you're Mm -hmm. like listening. So I don't know. That's my sort of take on it. Yep. Fascinating.
0: I had a busy week. I did a lot of things this week.
1: Did you do a lot
0: of things? I did a Did a lot of
1: video game things. I Did a lot of just various things. Okay. Watch. Tell us about the life of Josh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I watched Old Boy, the original, because that's like a cult classic. That I haven't seen. I started. Did D- you finish it? I did. Whatever. You You didn't um, like it. I I didn't think you would. Anyways, I wasn't gonna talk about Old Boy at all unless you were gonna ask something. No. Okay. No, I was just curious. Yeah. It I, whatever. It was it was okay. Um. Strangely, I could see Alex the gift similarities anyways okay. hmm. i started peaky blinders which is really Dually good so noted. far oh cool i started death note finally for anybody interested the first couple episodes are free for death note through microsoft or something is that why you started no it? it's all on netflix oh they put it back on netflix i didn't know it was taken down it was taken down for a long time so that's that's good and know. peaky
1: blinders is also a netflix original right yes yes yep.
0: um Cillian Murphy. Actually really enjoying that so far. It's a cool, it's different. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um He's he's great. He is great. And he has like I haven't seen him in anything in a while before this. I haven't either. Um and I started and finished Unravel, which right. is probably the most recent big launch. There hasn't been anything much other than XCOM Xbox wise. I got Firewatch to talk about, but that's not on Xbox, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Firewatch. Um so Unravel is it's a puzzler side-scrolling platforming game where you're, you use Yarn to pull, jump, attach to get through puzzles. It's that simple. That's all it is. You have like four buttons throughout the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um, the only complaint I've read from a lot of people is, is the handling of Yarny, who's your character. Um, it, it just feels weird. I didn't really encounter that. It's, it's just super straightforward. Just jump, pull, attach. That's all it is through the entire game. Um, the, and it's not like an intensive platformer. No, not at all. Uh, the, right. There were a couple times um, that I, I did get frustrated with just what they asked of you. Um, it's a very, very really? heavy trial and error game. Uh, oh. Like very... So you get a lot of checkpoints? Yes. Pretty much at the start of every puzzle is a checkpoint. Um, okay. But it's, it's very trial and error to the point that like you're dying a lot until you figure out how to get through the puzzle. Like the puzzles aren't huh. sit and look and try to figure it out. It's all right, I'll do this. You have die. to try things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't look up any puzzles, which is good. I typically do, but nothing's too intensive. Um, it starts off pretty easily. The first like half of the game, there's 10 levels are very straightforward. And then the second half gets a little more intense. Um, you start going through like machine shops and snow levels and, um, the, the big, the big thing that people are touting it for is, is the story. Um, and I really, yeah. I, and it's endearing. Like, yeah, it's, I changed my mind three times throughout it. Like of what the story <laughs> actually is. Like at first I thought it was a story about memories and then I thought it was a story about deforestization, and then yeah. completing it, it was like, oh, it's actually about this, which I totally get. Um, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. why, because I'll let people figure it out on their own. Um, but it, it it was okay. I mean, I'd recommend playing it just to see it, because it's gorgeous. It looks pretty. Um, yeah. And just the, the amount of detail they put in the environment. It's like, you'll be running through like some grass, and just like little snakes will jump out in front of you, or birds will try to attack you, and it it's fun to that extent, but it's mm-hmm. No, there's not much there. Um, what else did I write? Yeah, about it, it seems it's it seems like a serviceable release or something. Like it's cool in its own way, mm-hmm. but at the same time not doing anything new. No. Um it, it's a good experience. Yeah i i they did um the developer Coldwood, they did something that I actually really like um at the very start of the game, like before you can do anything, it just goes to a black screen and they write a thank you letter and it it just really? yep, it just shows up once like the very first time you start it. it's not every time you start the game, it's just the very first time didn't
1: didn't Witcher do something like that? I don't think so. I don't know no i can't I can't remember. I thought they did something consumer thanks related, not three at least not that I remember okay. But yeah, like Mm -hmm. the very first thing is just a
0: short thank you for playing our game. You know, we've been making it for a while and, you know, that kind
1: of thing. But I thought that was fun. Um, Yeah. Hmm. Mass Effect 3 did that at the end and then it was a DLC pitch. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? No, I don't. Yeah, I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have
0: one nitpicky thing about it, though, which is like super nitpicky. So while you're... Uh, traversing through a level, you you don't have like unlimited yarn, which is part of some of the puzzles. Like you have to right. pick up more yarn to keep going. Uh-huh. Um, and my nitpick is the yarn lengths are so inconsistent. Like Uh-oh. you'll get through one puzzle and use up all your yarn, and it's just like one screen of just jumping around, and then there will be like a cutscene of you going across an entire lake, and it's like. it's it's a video game yeah i know it's like a game thing like i said there's never consistent stuff with that yeah but i mean if you like trial and error based puzzle games it's it's good to check out um they do trick you a lot i think unless i just was overlooking things they'll they'll throw in like areas to climb or things to pull that you don't have to do to get through the puzzle so Mm. it does kind of get you overthinking which is fun but I don't know. Do you think you'll play it ever? I will probably when it's really cheap on Steam someday, like probably years. <laughs> yeah, down the road. Like I said, it's 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 cool to see and get through. Uh, I think it yeah, took I, me like six hours to do it all. Chad's playing yeah. it. Simon, he was talking about it the other day. Chad and Armin are or Dave.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh really? I I guess
0: I forgot that. Yeah. So they they were both playing it, which I was excited. To I see. just want to bought it. I just want to see it. Yeah, it's cool. It, I like mean, it, because it looks very pretty. Well, they might as well
1: just watch like a walkthrough or something.
0: Yeah, but it's not the same. the The video video quality is never the same as like pl- like running it yourself.
1: Nick, True. you're giving me great segues. Last time you did it with loading screens. I'm ready for my next topic <laughs> off of that. Whenever Josh is done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, there's not much to talk about Unravel itself. It's yeah, it's just it's a puzzle game. It's a platforming puzzle game. Hmm. But yeah, it's it's cute. It's a cute game.
1: <laughs> What's your thing, Alex? OK, Um. so. I if you guys remember yesterday, there was a beta streaming event from Square Enix on Hitman. Mm-hmm, and right. basically th- this was a non segue. But yeah, the whole thing with watching a walkthrough to see how pretty it is and everything. One of the first things I was looking forward to is seeing, you know, how it looked and everything. And, uh, you know, streaming can never do it justice. I'm sure it looks a lot better in real right. life. But oh, uh, yeah, here's here's my verdict from watching the gameplay. It's Hitman. It's not a good thing, though. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm I'm not complaining about that. I, it's, it's a boring review, but it looks like the exact same game. Uh, some of the. You know, like the UI is more streamlined and everything, which is good. The Hitman is a series that does a good job of streamlining stuff, and they've done that over the years. Um, it, it was it was very entertaining because that that's a great game, especially now with the modern Hitmans as opposed to the old ones, where I think improvising was probably a little bit more difficult. It was funny yeah. just watching them do like they're in addition to the regular story missions or whatever you can also just do challenges which it'll just tell you kill this guy at this location and you can choose whether you have to kill him in the the example that they were doing were one of three ways one drowning in a toilet <laughs> two poisoning <laughs> and three uh classic um fiber wire around the neck and I, I think that's cool that you can sort of you know pick that per the challenge however you want to do that but it the gift you sent me, Nick, also made me think of it because the guy, when he was fooling around, just sort of, you know, winging it, he went downstairs and there was like this oblivious security cop. So he threw a crowbar at the back of his head and that was how he took him out. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's pretty much it looks like most more of the same and not in a bad way, in an endearing way. Uh, they have the classic coin flipping to get people's attention, which I still don't know if I've ever really used um
0: coin flipping
1: yeah like you you flip coins to distract guards you know like oh like right. throwing oh. a rock or whatever oh wow well, yeah i never knew that But <laughs> was it in metal gear just knocking i guess yeah but you oh. know most most games have some sort of mechanic like that huh. but uh, you know that have anything to do with stealth but um the the ragdoll physics still look ridiculous like it's the but the listeners can't see this but like whenever there's a dead body on the ground they just like look like with their arms all haphazardly strewn about it looks really goofy but really unnatural yeah unnatural is a good word for it but i've never been a fan of the hitman franchise but i respect them yeah i mean it's it's really cool what they do with it and there were some one of the other things that i i saw that i think is new and i liked this a lot because it's a, it's helpful from a gameplay standpoint, and B, it's realistic. When you put on a, a disguise, there will be icons over people's heads, and if they have that certain icon, it means they can expose you. So oh. for let's just say, for example, you have a cop uniform on. It will distinguish between a guy who's like, oh, that's another cop, or a guy who's like, I know everybody on the force in this precinct, and you're not one of them. That kind of a right. thing. So, that, that is,
0: I've always wondered that in games. Yeah. Like, so not only it,
1: is that realistic, but it's also not annoying because the game makes it clear, don't go near that guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like, you're yeah. going to have to find another way around him.
0: That is That is cool. Like, because it's so stupid when you can just throw on a disguise and like, no NPC is gonna recognize you just because this is a game and you're wearing a thing that changes your code. Especially or because so
1: like, you are a super conspicuous bald guy with a barcode yeah. on the back of his head.
0: It's like <laughs> it, it's like the insanity of the creed, creed. games yeah, where everything you are the, in all the creeds. Yeah, like you are the only person wearing this really obvious
1: hood. Really ornate gown with a hood and crazy gadgetry all over it oh yeah just blend in with people
0: i think you know what it real quick on syndicate the most recent one it's probably the most realistic one in terms of Mm. how your characters look that's cool they they don't they they still have like the flowing assassins robe and whatever, but it kind of works in that setting in London because they're still wearing...
1: Like, yeah, everybody was wearing that kind of they, stuff. They kind of
0: look like everybody else in, a, in the same that's cool. way. That's yeah. cool. I Syndicate like I think it was a good that. game. That was a good, game. <laughs> a good Creed game. It's a good Creed qualifier, game qualifier, yes. Yeah, it's not... <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's, it's not really a great game overall. Uh, I'd argue that, but that's long and forgotten by now. That's that's in the past, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> speaking of betas yeah this is these home are front. good we got some really Nick, good Nick played played this, this, game this week <laughs> a ps2 game
1: <laughs> oh uh,
0: oh man i thought that looked like hell this is a home front, the revolution. revolution the new Homefront game coming out it's in beta that we uh mm. got into this week and played for about a half an hour until maybe, we called it maybe. quits if that yeah man i know it was beta but it did not look good no and and I I can I can defend them a little bit here. I think um, I that first of all, game not I a game I'm not expecting anything from that I will not play. <laughs> I only played with Josh because he beta. wanted to do the beta, and they gave him a code, and I was like, well, let's do it because it's a it was a co-op thing. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's a beta. There's the caveat for everything. We're probably gonna tear down about this game in a few minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it. It really did not look good. I understand why they maybe for the beta would kind of put out a version that doesn't load in all of the mm-hmm. really fancy looking stuffs because they're they're stress testing it and connections and stuff and I will say and it was really buggy and crazy in the first place. so the single player gameplay I've seen of it th- it looks really, really good, so hmm. obviously, this is a beta sort of thing, but yeah, yeah. I, I can see why it would, like, not look great in order to test the more important things of people connecting to each other and, like, mm-hmm. being online and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, gameplay-wise... Oh, uh, yeah. I I don't know if it's because... And, Nick, you threw this out there. I don't know if it's because we have become accustomed to fast-paced games. Mm-hmm. But that, it felt so slow and clunky. For a sure. shooter. Yep. Like, it, it was just... Yep everything was slow yeah you you move very slow mm-hmm. like you're you're just character movement speed and it, it's like i think they're trying to go for like a maybe like a, a more realistic movement movement speed where you can feel your mm-hmm. character like running and like plotting and it it seems like it's accurate yeah oh that's how i but, got that's how i feel about everything about that game is they are going <laughs> for a very realistic type of shooter it felt it felt a little more tactile than like rainbow 6 if that makes sense which is supposed to be more realistic and squad based <laughs> and you know take your time getting through things like homefront actually felt like you really did need to sort of yeah like take your time and set up strategies and stuff i see what you mean cuz in rainbow 6 you can still like solo you're it. still sprinting around pretty quick and you can solo and, stuff like yeah. Even on normal, we were having severe issues doing anything. Man, yeah, yeah, like the, this game was difficult for sure. And it it did the it did something that I feel like games have really got away from or like been better about. It it just spawns enemies on top of you sort of. Mm-hmm. Like and you can see them spawn in. Like you you might be looking at an empty spot in the map and then there'll just be like, "Well, there's a bunch of enemies here. <laughs> Run away." Um Yeah, and just just from, like, we played for, the first match we played through, we didn't even realize that you don't pick up ammo. No, yeah, you don't just run over ammo and pick it up. You have to actually look at the body. You have to look at the body and press X Mm -hmm. on every body. There's only certain ammo locations throughout the map, so, like, you only have ammo whenever the game thinks you need it. Health packs, same thing health packs which that's fine i mean that's every game but like man the ammo thing was a major issue like they they definitely need to balance that we ran out of ammo constantly and with how with how it's like incessantly spawning enemies like you don't actually clear an area they're just always there that that just doesn't work i i I don't think there's a way to do that i can see though again them trying to really take the realistic approach of yeah be careful with your ammo don't just spray. You See, I didn't think you could be careful with your ammo, because those enemies were taking a lot of shots. Like, I mean, headshots definitely were headshots. Like, they would die. But, I don't... They felt, like, spongy a little bit. Like, you really had to dump a lot of ammo into them, and that's why I was constantly running out of what ammo. What felt spongy was whenever the vehicles came out. Like, yep. if, if you don't have a grenade or a Molotov ready, you're kind of fucked. You're kind of fucked, yeah. Like, it... It, it seems like I there's just, balance I, issues, but... Which, that's what this is for. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing the beta for, is the it. But also, we started at the very beginning with minimal anything. And obviously, the more you play, the more things you're unlocking. And I'm sure right. there are other yeah. ways to do stuff that we just didn't have the capability to do yet. Alex, for a comparison, mm-hmm. this this is essentially Mass Effect multiplayer. Mm-hmm. <gasps> which is cool. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's kind of cool. Like, it, there there's some positives for sure. Is like, immediately, that's what I recognized when we were playing it, is it plops you in this map, it gives you objectives to do, and you're basically just fighting waves of enemies. And you you pick classes. Like, there's a bunch of different character types, like Mass Effect, where it breaks down a class, and then within that class, there's, like, multiple variations of abilities and whatever. And it seems like that's what this game is going for. So we were playing with, obviously, super low-level characters that have, like, nothing. Which so is the way Mass it... Effect sort of starts. Yes, and, and in Mass Effect, with those low-level enemies, or characters, you are not going to go into the even the silver-slash-normal difficulty. Like, you have to basically start out on easy. Which... Once we turned the home front difficulty down to easy, we were able to actually make progress. Mm-hmm. So there there was, like, a ton of parallels between the games. And that's what made it, like, sort of interesting to me. Like, I wasn't hating it, but my whole hang-up is still, it's another it's one of It's in those that games. arena. It's It's one of those realistic games where you're just shooting humans with regular guns and that's boring. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, wanna
1: do that. it's and now it sounds to me like they're, they like you said they're trying for it, but it is surprising to me that nobody has perfectly point for point emulated that since Mass Effect. It's weird. It, yeah, it's, it's such a good formula. Well, like it, I'd, it's I'd argue, I would argue some have
0: Warframe kind of has that sort of feel to it. You think so, yeah, I mean absolutely Warf- warframe is i yeah, I guess so, 'cause like and and that one's much more expansive because mm-hmm. like it has a lot more variety of like levels and missions and whatever, but you're you're right, it is kind of like mass effect, mm-hmm. yeah. like I think if we all got into warframe, it could be fun. The problem there is it's a free to play, so yeah, and it's very much a free to play game, yeah. like you where where mass effect I think handled that stuff really well, Yep. you still were getting, like, new stuff constantly. You were just at the whims of randomness. Mm-hmm. Warframe sort of punishes you if you aren't spending money.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sa- same way that, like, uh, even though it's lame, and I secretly hate it, Um, Halo doesn't punish you for not spending money. You can if you want, yeah. but you absolutely
0: are fine if you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. And and in Warframe though, like since it's more objective based and character like you want to build up your character and all that stuff, it, there's much more of an emphasis to try and yeah, get you to spend money totally. because you you will hit a wall of not making progress, I'm yeah. pretty sure in that game. And I put a I actually did put a lot of time in the Warframe initially and I've played a decent amount of it and it, it you can definitely tell you can get the things you want to get, but there is yes. a shitload of like it takes grinding to a whole new time. level. Um, yeah. If you don't spend money. It takes the money. a lot of time and a lot of resources. But I mean that's the free to play model, so yes. And and Warframe, I think in it, in its own way that's fine because it has obviously seen some success. It has a lot of cool things going on in it, mm-hmm. so they deserve to be paid for it, I <laughs> They're think. They're still supporting but, it. A lot of I it's a yeah. pretty popular game and good cuz I liked it. I had fun with it it's it's cool yeah it's cool and like whatever it's a free-to-play game maybe i'll download that again Talk about <laughs> it's kind of getting me excited like it, it's a neat this is, game this is how interesting Homefront: the revolution is yeah <laughs> yeah war it's so interesting that i'm downloading warframe yeah it hey i liked warframe i forgot i completely forgot i haven't played that since like my ps4 original ps4 days I don't know how much we talked about it on here, but that game is available on everything. You can play it on PS4, you can play it on Xbox, mm-hmm. you can play it on PC. I don't think we ever talked about Warframe. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if it we does did not sound familiar to me.
1: So, yeah. And you probably not. don't even know
0: that it's on Xbox and that it's a free-to-play game. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. They're, they they do not I I have I've seen maybe one advertisement for that game on Xbox. Yeah, I didn't even know it ever came out. I remember Josh and I talking about it because it was supposed to come out and we knew it was coming out. And then all of a sudden it had been on Xbox for like months and we didn't even know about it. There's so. quite a few free-to-play Xbox games right now. That There are. Yeah. yeah. Just, I've never dove into. Like I guess World of Tanks is extremely popular. That's a huge game. That's and been that, around that's forever. Like, it was on That's been around for a long time. Also, yeah. wasn't it? I think so. I think and, so too. Definitely PC just and stuff. Another game yeah. I know nothing about that has a huge following. Yep. Um, Smite. I mean, I thought about yeah. trying. Smite has a huge following.
1: Yeah, download and play Smite.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't get it. it I mean, it's, it's definitely a MOBA and requires a lot of your time. Neverwinter, so. right? Neverwinter, the newer one.
1: Yeah, I, I never played it, but... Xbox Fitness. <laughs> oh, damn. We forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah. Get your exercise in.
0: <laughs> Warframe. Warframe. Yeah, I mean, I won't. I won't have anything to play until uh, Rocket League this week, which is on the seventeenth.
1: Yeah, I can cross that off. Okay, so you know what? I was. Uh, somebody asked me, Yaley asked me the release date, and it's the seventeenth. I couldn't find it after a ten-second Google search, and that wasn't acceptable. So I stopped looking. So thank. Well, they you. They, they like just announced it. Announced it.
0: Okay, because yeah. I
1: did check several days ago, and then it was yeah, funny. it was like
0: yesterday or something.
1: When I responded to him and said I just gave him the same explanation I did to you guys, he said exact same reason I asked you. So he, he did try. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of time it probably took to text or whatever you could have just found it online. Yep, yep. But well, that's that's what I'm saying. He checked online, couldn't oh, okay. find it, and then okay. I don't know. I I, I guess yeah. I see what you're saying. Anyway
0: exciting yeah finally finally coming out and that's this week i guess that's the that's tuesday is that a tuesday no i actually think it's wednesday it's it is wednesday february 17th yeah 20 bucks 20 bucks i think it's it's 20 bucks 20 bucks yeah and it comes with um it comes with like all the dlc up to this point that was like you had to get on pc so it's a pretty good deal that's cool i i wasn't sure if they were gonna do that Mm -hmm. lots of cosmetic stuff but fun fun things too like a lot of variation in cars and stuff. Yeah, so, so you know, I'm looking forward to eventually going pro in that and just quitting normal everyday life and surviving yeah. off sponsorships and whatnot. Just being a pro Rocket League mm-hmm. player. Yeah. How how funny would that be?
1: That be it would life. be pretty
0: funny. But I mean, they did do a tournament not too long ago, yeah. and it was successful. So <laughs> they'll probably continue to do it. Last I checked, a lot of people still play that game. Like. At peak points, there's a hundred some thousand people playing that game, and that's not a small amount. No the o- the only negative thing about it is there's no crossplay. But yeah, I mean whatever. Yeah. It it's not going to affect but, getting into matches on Xbox. And and the thing that sucks is um, the PS4 PC crossplay stuff. Even if you want to play with a friend that's on PS4, and say I was playing on PC, you can't chat with them. So I mean that's what I mean. You could use a telephone. I guess, but. <laughs> It would be better if it had the in-game stuff. So, so
1: Rocket yeah. League. And Nick, before we uh, run out of time, uh, I actually wanted to bring up a funny thing about Firewatch that I saw. So, yeah, um, I'm right. I'm let's we can talk about
0: that. I it's gonna I we have to keep it short for that because yeah. it's a story game. Yeah. Um.
1: Did you first of all did you know that uh, Campo Santo is actually a Spanish word for cemetery, which I thought you might like. No, I didn't know that. And their their uh their thing
0: is a skull. Their logo. Well,
1: so there you go. That makes sense. I just saw that that name is the developer, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also this, and the one reason I wanted to bring this up is because we've talked about this before, and I think it's funny. The art director tweeted some I don't know, like gifts, pictures, videos, whatever of how horrifying the character model is in third person. Yep. And it we've talked about that like with Dead Island and that hilarious video Josh that you shared a long time Where ago. Where they're all like, s- s- you, like Yeah, you look dangling, like a mute like and these pictures they, are hilarious. You guys yep. should check it out. Yep. It's on um Ollie Moss's account. He it, they it just the hands on his character are just so distorted and weird. Yeah.
0: Um it's funny you bring him up because he's the uh art lead artist on the game. Very talented artist. Uh, <laughs> The game is beautiful. Like, ha- he did a lot of the... I think he did the lighting in it, too, which actually was, like, a really...
1: Yeah, I love the color the scheme game. and lighting and stuff.
0: Yeah, it it's, it's very, very pretty. It's more... There's, like, no texture on it. It's more just, like, flat colors that are very vibrant. Kind of so, like um, Halo maps. Yeah, it does. Only Halo doesn't look pretty to me. I don't know. <laughs> but uh but it's funny with Firewatch you can like order prints of any screenshot you take. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um but for anybody unaware, Firewatch is a game that just recently came out this week. It's a first-person narrative game where you are a guy working in a Firewatch tower in the forests of Wyoming. And it's uh it's from Camposanto, like Alex said. They're a new developer, but it's headed by two guys the two guys that wrote Walking Dead season one. So they uh they split away from Telltale a while ago and made this company.
1: And there are Telltale elements. Definitely, yeah, definitely. And they
0: actually refined what they sort of started with that game in in a much better way in Firewatch. They uh other fun fact, good good shout out. It's a good podcast, Idle Thumbs. They they do that podcast. And a couple other guys that worked on the game too. But yeah. The game is great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's very story heavy, so I can't talk about any of that. It um it hits you hard within the first minutes to get you emotionally invested in this character, the guy that you play, Henry, who yeah, is Henry. voiced by a guy from Mad Men. Fun fact, uh, Rich Sommer. Is that his name? And he he was uh, Crane, right? Harry Crane. Crane. Yeah, in Mad Men. And he did a great job as a voice actor, too. This is the first time he did voice acting, I guess. But the, the whole point of the game is that your character runs away from a problem to go work in the wilderness in solitude as a Firewatch person, like Ranger. And basically the whole game, you're kind of just doing stuff around the forest it's like a hiking simulator kind of which i really enjoyed because i like hiking myself and moving through that environment is really cool because it's beautiful and you're just basically wandering through the forest that is just beautifully designed you start you start like retreading paths that would maybe get boring to some people but it feels like you lived in this world like you feel very familiar with certain paths and areas um and all the while you're talking to this other firewatch person this woman named Delilah and that's basically the whole game is you two just talking to each other and you get you get dialogue choices similar to walking dead but they're very natural like you 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 really put yourself in this game because you just pick things that you would say, and it has no impact on the game like Walking Dead. Like, it doesn't tell you Delilah will remember that, like, which I complained about and I think is <laughs> stupid in Telltale. They should get rid of that. They got rid of that. Like, it's like they refined that whole dialogue thing to just make it feel like this is your personal thing. It doesn't change the outcome of the game, it only changes your moment to moment discussion with this other character that you are building a relationship with. And and it works really well, and it's really well done. Uh, story wise, can't say anything like I said, but I enjoyed it. It was emotional, um, hit me personally. I think, teared up a couple times. Ooh, but Nick Reed, it, tears. Uh, those are worth some money, dude. It's it's rough. It's a it's a rough story. <laughs> like and and it like I said, it does a really good job of setting that up. Within minutes, like the minute you start that game and go through a couple things, you find out what sounds uh, like motivation is. It's it's really good. Sounds like something I need to play. Definitely, okay. it's definitely worth playing. Cool, and and it's very short. It it I think I was four or five hours total. Yeah, I, I did look that. And up. I'm I might play it again because there are like some secret things that did impact the story that I didn't find. So like maybe years down the road, I'll just run through it again and try and do separate things mm-hmm. but yeah speaking of great game you brought up a hiking simulator you know what you should yeah. play you should definitely check out long dark i know well that's a survival game it is a survival right? game. yes yeah but i mean it right I, now I, I, it's, I know i know it's, i know that's kind of what you do mm-hmm I sort of have no interest. I mean it's like you can download and try it for free. It's in preview on Xbox. That's what I did. Yeah, I know. It's and the thing the thing though that like I, I liked doing that in Firewatch, mm-hmm. but for the most part, the the main draw of that game is the dialogue and the story. Mm-hmm. And if that weren't happening, that would not be a fun game to play. Because I had like it's great moving through the environment, like I said, it, it's it's It feels very cool because you have to, like, climb things and do stuff. And what I really liked, actually, is they got rid of quick-time stuff. So, like, in Walking Dead, again, a lot of quick-time events. But whenever you go to do, like, a similar thing in Firewatch, like, press A to do whatever, you only do it once, and then you kind of just watch the character do it, instead of, like, it makes you do a bunch of button presses for no reason, which Mm -hmm. I actually really appreciated, like, Chop this thing down. Normally games would say a, hit A a, 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 a bunch a, of times a, to a. chop this thing down. Right. But you just do it once and you just watch the character do it and it's it's cool. Like it, it works better than actually the QuickTime stuff or any any other extra input. Um But yeah, like without the story and whatever, this game would not be great to play, I don't think, because I actually like struggled with the controls sometimes. The uh, I feel like there wouldn't be much to control. Yeah, well, you have to. There's a map, and like you have to, you have to actually use a compass to orient yourself, which is what I was struggling with, kind of, because you have to bring up the map all the time to look at paths that you've gone through, because you do have to take specific paths. Like the whole game just isn't open. There's plenty of invisible walls, which I mean makes sense if you're hiking around in the wilderness. You're not just going to so cut it, through like a mountain. Is it linear? But in that sense, then, like, or do you always yeah. know? Hey, here, 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 here. It gives, you, it gives you an objective to do all the time. Occasionally, it's very open-ended. It just says, look, look, or go looking. And it mostly does a pretty good job of funneling you down those specific paths. But at the same time, you have this sense of freedom. Like, if you really wanted to, you could run back and forth around the map and look at everything. I think at any time. Like, there, there are a couple spots that are gated off by items. It's kind of like like it's an adventure game. Like you, once you get this item, then you can kind of go through this other area, and open up shortcuts and stuff. But it gives a really good feeling of not being linear, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's like Metal Gear. It's 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 an so, open so, world. Yeah, but sort of. Yeah, that yeah, like the the map is open all at once, but you aren't necessarily encouraged to go look around unless you want to which you can Mm -hmm. usually and it's cool like in exploring the environment again is really cool because they do a great job of always keeping you invested with the dialogue stuff like you're not you're not really ever wandering around in silence there's pretty much always some conversation going on and if there isn't they they paste it out well enough that Okay, this is now a silent time, but you're engaged in exploring the environment, so it's still interesting. Yeah. And like they they handled that
1: really well throughout the whole game. Having that dialogue much. and that woodsy atmosphere, especially through a walkie-talkie, makes me think of oh. Diane and Twin Peaks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh and and actually this is another another game. It's very similar to Gone Home. Um and they're actually like the developers are friends with the creators of Gone Home, but like it does this excellent job of subverting your expectations of what the game is, like, throughout the entire thing. Like, and being out alone in the woods, you know, can be creepy and scary. And, like, you you might start to question, like, what you heard or you hear a twig snap and, like, is that an animal? I think that's an animal. Why wouldn't that be an animal? You know, like, I'm okay. But it, like
1: instills these thoughts of you're unsettled i've experienced that firsthand in the woods yeah (laughs) i get that
0: yeah like any anybody really has even if you're hiking with like friends or something if you're out in the wilderness there's just this feeling of like okay i'm kind of on my own here and anything can go wrong at any time and they, they they actually like incorporated that into one dialogue section where like the the woman delilah that you're talking to you're, you're talking to each other and you see some guy in the distance and, like, your character gets a little freaked out. He's like, who is this dude? And she goes, I have some news for you. You're in the wilderness. Anybody can come and go as they please. Like, you are in the open, like, open environment. There's no gates or anything. Anything could really happen. And, like, the game does a good job of making you feel that way too throughout the story and just playing it. Super cool really, really enjoyable. It sounds awesome
1: and i i like I've watched a little bit just because when you first mentioned it, I never knew anything of it, which is no surprise. Mm. I didn't know anything yeah. about it didn't know what it looked like or anything, and it's just it's a really i hate using this word, but it looks pretty unique
0: it is it is and it isn't yeah. like it takes a lot of i mean obviously they came from you know walking dead it's it does the whole dialogue thing, but it refines it in a much better way mm-hmm. that I think telltale hopefully takes note of because i'm really sick of the so-and-so will remember that i don't want to see that anymore that breaks the experience yeah i don't i don't care That i would not know that it doesn't mean anything anyways in life, no it doesn't, it doesn't even mean you, anything because you don't remember that yeah. Like
1: you don't remember what you said to them yeah. So just stop well and m- real quick announcement since we you mentioned walking dead michonne dlc Yes, yeah, surprise release date for that one. February twenty third, right? <laughs> yep, I'm excited. I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Never played season two yet. I'm probably over over those person. I wouldn't say I'm excited, but I'll I'll play it once
1: they're all out. I mean, I'm I'm just since Amber and I played played through all of them so quickly. I just I did get pretty into them, and I'm looking forward to having more to play. Are you gonna wait till it's all done? um i don't know well actually i'll just if she wants to we'll do it if not i'll wait yeah i think i think it's 15 15 for three episodes right yeah 15 okay
0: um you want to get into some news quick rundown stuff yeah i only have a handful of things we probably have a couple of the same ones too probably yeah you want to start go for it oh me no you yep fuck all right (laughs) even though like none of this is really really big deal But, uh, Titanfall 2 has officially been said it's going to come out next year. Yep. And supposedly this one is going to have a very grounded story. Um, yeah, we'll see. But the, the writer said it's going to be a very, um, let's see where did I see this at. It's like, uh, American Revolution and American Civil War in space, which could be cool. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Also, not Xbox exclusive anymore. Yes. Um, Nick and I played Titanfall not too long ago, and I it's like a fun yeah. game that needs more stuff. Yeah, exactly. It ne- it's it plays very well. Mechs are cool. Needs a lot more things to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if full mech customization would be one of there needs to be mech there needs to be mech loadouts there needs to be different kinds of mechs. well there 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 isn't there then are different kinds of mechs and mech loadouts but they're not very well you know what i mean there needs to be there needs to be those different kinds and then way more way way more Mm -hmm. in terms of customization and doing a loadout for them because that's boring (laughs) you can't that's like a tease basically yes um and we could go on about things that they could add or couldn't add, but it's so far down the road. Yeah, Titan Falls. Yeah, old news anyway. No so. um, officially, no Creed game this year. And I know we brought this up in the past, saying it's yeah. only rumored, but yeah. it's, it's official now. Um, which is, it's a universally liked idea, like thing. There doesn't need to be one every year, and it's going to help yeah. the film that comes out this year. So I'm all for it. First yeah. time in how many years is that now? Since Xbox 360. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Since the first game. So So crazy. Good call on yep. them. That was like eight years. Or something. And I'm excited yeah. for the movie. I keep seeing screens and it looks fascinating. I'll watch it. Yeah. Some someday. <laughs> um, I guess the big one which had a little bit of stink throughout the uh, internet is Quantum Break coming to PC. Now yep. I could care less. But the reason people are getting upset about it is because Microsoft initially said that this is going to be an Xbox exclusive game. But yep. now they also say it's coming to PC. Mm-hmm. I want to say I get why people are upset about that. But on the other hand, no, eh, like, I don't. That's not that's not something to complain. Well, about. The, the I get the people. The reason people are complaining is Microsoft said this and look, they're going back on it again big
1: surprise Big surprise yeah, yes if, but if it, you have a problem with that you can't never buy anything from Microsoft
0: <laughs> yeah but in the end this helps the game um and how they're doing it I in, in complete favor of if you buy quantum break digitally you get the pc version for free yep so yeah which is really cool mm-hmm. um uh and the pc version has incredibly high requirements so it's insane to me like i I couldn't I couldn't run it on max settings. That's, that's crazy. So, there's, al- there's already... Here's already an example of games probably starting to put my PC a little out of date. So just a little is bit. This, is this going to be the first launch that, looking at it, you really can't play on high settings? That's the first one I know about. Like, it, 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 it just seems it crazy. Requires, it requires the graphics card that is the next step of the one that I just bought recently. This is with games like Witcher, Fallout, even Tomb Raider that, in 4K, like and, I don't get well, here, how you here's can run those and not something. Here's like this. the thing: recommended specs for games aren't always set in stone mm-hmm. because it either means they're just trying to make sure they cover themselves and people don't get pissed when it runs like crap or something. They're saying they have on paper. This is the recommended specs. If it doesn't run well, it's because you don't meet these, and that's kind of like a cop out a lot of a lot of developers do for p c versions of games it's so it doesn't necessarily need to maybe cover your even, ass yeah they it might not really need that, or it's an indication that they didn't spend time optimizing the p c version to actually run with a variation of things. They only honed in on. This is what you need. If you don't meet this, then you have to run it on lower settings. So, like, it doesn't necessarily mean a lot of things, but the fact that it's now on paper, more more PC games are probably gonna start, you know, pushing the limits again. And it 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 happens. That that's just how it goes. And just throw this out there. Quantum Break is a third person shooter with time bending elements from Remedy, who did Alan Wake. Um, I'm I'm excited yeah. for it because Alan Wake is one of my favorite games. Um, I have negative interest. I'm afraid it's going to turn out to be Xbox's Order 1886 where it gets all this huge hype. It looks fantastic. They're marketing the shit out of it and then all of a sudden it comes out and it's a disaster. And it's very thin in story Mm -hmm. or something, yeah. Um, But I think it it comes out in April. Yeah, it's kind of soon. Yeah, I'll be playing it. But that whole stink about the Windows (laughs) thing, like yeah, I, we we kind of glossed over yeah. that. It, I think people were mad, and I, I don't believe that this person exists. But people were mad that theoretically it was an Xbox exclusive. I bought an Xbox to play this game. I don't believe a single person Mm-mm. bought an Xbox because Quantum Break was supposed to be exclusive, especially yeah. th- so far back. <laughs> yes, because it was announced like two years mm-hmm. ago or something. Mm-hmm. But it, And it's not even like it, not, Microsoft is doing this because they are really pushing PC nowadays. And Phil yes, Spencer has they, come they, out they... and said that numerous times and I'm all for it. That's totally OK with me. And there's a reason Xbox One looks like Windows 10. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's not even like they're pushing it. And I'm, I'm not super familiar with PC games and how it works. I know there's all Steam. I know there's the EA access thing, which isn't even on PC or whatever. Microsoft has their own yes, store. Yes, this is a Microsoft Windows game. Yeah. So it's not even like it's... Sure, it's not Xbox exclusive, but it's still Microsoft.
1: It basically is exclusive. Yeah. It's
0: like the Windows game store mm-hmm. exclusive. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be on Steam, as far as I know or we know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's only going to be available from them. So... So... Yeah. I don't know. It, it's just another thing that the internet, I don't understand.
1: They needed something to complain about. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and um, Nick Nick showed me a tweet about someone complaining um, and Phil Spencer's out there defending all this stuff like he I have so much respect for that man like he, yeah. he he gets out there in the community and he will say what he needs to say.
1: Yeah, he's intelligent like and
0: yeah, like there's there is no reason to complain about something losing exclusives. If you are that invested in a service or a company or whatever, you need to take a step back and rethink take, what is important to you. Take a because, step
1: back and just say 2016.
0: Yeah. Like, or or take a step back and say it's better for people to experience something than to not because they don't own a console. Like look at it that way. You don't, they don't owe you anything as a consumer. You bought into their console. Great. Play the games there. If somebody else can play the games, it's not a big deal. It doesn't affect you at all. No. Not at all. No. So. Yeah. I, I understand from a business perspective, like, we have these exclusives. You can only play them on our platform. That's great for the company. That is not great for the consumer. That's terrible for the consumer. And like, whatever, competition is great too. But at the end of the day, more people getting to experience something is fine. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't be upset about it. All right. You want to move on to the next one? Yeah. Amazon launched a video game engine. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Super weird. Called Lumberyard yeah uh i didn't read much about it cuz it doesn't really i i don't know me. much about it either no um, and it, it the only major thing i saw about it is it has twitch support built in yeah and i think the the way that i took this is that this could be interesting in a couple ways like this is a specific engine that has a weird integration with twitch where maybe we would start to see a different form of game you know mm-hmm. like like tomb the new tomb raider actually had something like this i think that nobody really knew about but if you're streaming it on twitch people could like affect your game like people that are watching your stream could do things to affect your game wait there was a game so, that did that a while ago uh idarb with twitter right yeah with twitter yeah the, yeah, mm-hmm. that's another good example. So I think it's actually pretty cool that Amazon has its own thing now because maybe it'll produce sort of a new weird thing, you know? Maybe. Who knows? Speaking of... And it has other stuff, too. It's not just Twitch. Like, they said that there's, like, some other integration with how Amazon does things that, I don't mm-hmm. know, it, it might affect how a game is designed in a way that we don't anticipate. You know, yeah. speaking of new weird things, um, I know it was either last week or two episodes ago. We, we brought up the whole the new NX thing about how it could be supported on other platforms. Yeah. Um, it This never crossed my mind. And I think this is interesting. It's just a small snippet about it. Um, Colin Moriarty from Kind of Funny came out. They were talking about this, this whole NX thing. And what if it's not NX, but N cross? Yeah. I yeah, think that's very that. interesting. Just like the tech and cross street fighter know. and, you know, all the other cross games. What if it's N Cross? Mega Man
1: Cross, Josh. Mm-hmm. We had that discussion a long time ago.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what mm-hmm. X is in Japan. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, everybody here is calling it NX, but it really actually might mean a crossover thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just thought that was interesting. Like yeah. just something right there in everyone's face that really wasn't necessarily thought about. And I mean it could have been Or harped on yeah. or really yeah, talked about at all. That's all that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah. Did you I don't have anything we'll else? We'll see. It's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. Only other thing I had, but who cares? <laughs> Destiny sequel next year and has an expansion this True. year. True. I forgot about that. Kind of kind of big news, but we don't know anything, so it's not worth talking I about. I just want
1: to know what happened with Destiny. It's so I weird. think everybody wants to know what yeah, happened with include, Destiny. I think Bungie really wants to know. Bungie
0: is absolutely doing something or trying to turn around the whole Destiny thing, I think. Because all of a sudden they went dark, weren't talking about it, barely doing... They're doing these bullshit throwaway events that... There's one going on right it. now. for Valentine's Yeah, that... Day. no that, Who cares? Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. And it's just... The, who knows? The problem? I think they're trying to figure out where it actually is going because I don't think it's going the way that they thought it was going to. Uh, okay, I'm not going to harp on that, but the problem I think it has is everything that launches and comes out basically negates everything prior to, which I think is its biggest problem. They can't get away from that, though. And people are getting they're, sick they're of going, that, you mean, Josh? They're going down that road. They already are down that road. They are down you that road. you think they can switch that somehow? I don't think so. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, look at all the things they've switched from vanilla. I mean, like, they've made huge but, changes. But, but like, you don't get away from negating previous stuff. That's just how an MMO works. That's what I was going to ask. They... Is I'm not familiar, very familiar with other MMOs, like especially PC ones, but I didn't... As far as I know, that's how it works in World of Warcraft, so, uh, from what I've heard. So every expansion and, like, like, negates like, all your equipment from the prior ones. Yeah, okay. yes. Well, then maybe yeah, that's they not ha- They that have issue. to. They have to in order to bring in new players. Mm-hmm. And for how much Destiny costs and how much they're invested in it, they have to do that. They can't. They can't just turn away new people. They have to appeal to new people always. I will always. I I adore Destiny. I've more than gotten my money's worth it by far. I will always promote it. Yeah. But you you just top out too easily, and yeah, that's the problem. Like with how much I've played. I mean, there are more things I could do right now. Like I haven't beaten the orcs on hard um i
1: could Do try you to feel collect. like you should have more of an advantage or something josh
0: no, not no advantage
1: but yeah it's not that's not really how it works like beating
0: okay I, I i saw oryx which is the new raid i went through it i beat it i saw it i could keep doing that to try to get all the raid gear to essentially give my character the highest light level so like to top him out like that However, knowing the next DLC is going to negate that process, I don't care to do it because I just saw it and experienced it once, which is fine. Right. Um but there are people out there who just who probably still run that weekly with three plus yeah, characters. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure there are, yeah. And and that's fine. I don't know. I think I think that's I think that's where the whole Bungie needs to figure out what they're doing because Like I said, they need to appeal to new players, but at the same time, they do have a super dedicated hardcore base Mm -hmm. that they kind of screw over with the expansions. So I don't know if they're going to try to appeal to both somehow, but I don't know how they would do that. I think it's just going to be something different next iteration, but maybe not. I can't even. I think they're trying to figure it out. Venture a guess as to what could really be changed. Me either. Like, there needs to be, there needs to be another character, i think whole new class i don't even i don't know sure I think that's inevitable too, maybe different weapons i don't know i I really have no idea what they could do yeah and and everybody always says there needs to be more to do. I don't know what they could add
1: to make more to do i I don't know Josh don't, you've stumbled into m m o r p g existentialism,
0: yeah, what's it all what's it for? all for, <laughs> yeah. And it's like... Why, why am I grinding? perfect yeah. example is the House of Wolves DLC, the second one. Or the first. Was House of Wolves first? Second. Second. That was the second. With the Prison of Elders, which was like, the second DLC didn't have a raid, so they introduced this arena-based thing. That was very fun to do, and then they rode it off with the next one. Now, the yeah, the most current. At this point, there is zero reason to do it. None. Yeah, it's it's Absolutely dumb. none. I yep, I and I was surprised. I didn't think that was how it worked. But they they made this new game type that was fun to play and interesting. It was like Mass Effect three, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they're just like, well, no, you don't need to play it anymore. So, yeah, I mean, I I think that's what they need to figure out. I know is how n- to keep existing stuff interesting continuously. I know nothing about game development, but I f- nope. I feel like just boosting the enemy levels. And maybe adding some Taken throughout those waves. Shouldn't be too hard. Would at have add. been sufficient. But what we do know, and this is why I think Destiny 2 is probably going to radically change things. Maybe, hopefully. And why they delayed probably, it. Probably, maybe, hopefully. Is, is reading, reading about that, that Kotaku article about how insanely difficult getting this game to release was. And how difficult it is to make minor changes to the game do you remember reading that it takes big. like it takes hours and hours for their engine to crunch through the smallest change and implement it into the game and it's because they like pigeon hold themselves into however they set that engine up and i think that's a big part of why you don't see a lot of new content continuously cuz it they kind of screwed themselves somehow with how they developed it so Hopefully, they delayed Destiny 2 to take time and, like, refine that. Restructure that? that? Yeah. Because so that's like, not something that's going to get easier or better to work with at, over time. No, it'll just get harder worse. and harder. So, like, so hopefully that's why they delayed the two, in quotes, like the new one, to restructure that whole thing, make it easier to implement new content at a faster rate, and, yeah. Would, Who knows? Is it was it even a delay until 2017? Because I don't think Destiny. Was, yeah, it was supposed to be this was year. Was it? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't remember if that was like an official announcement or just speculation. I mean, way back when, when that stuff leaked, it was supposed to be the next big thing this year, and then they came out and said, mm-hmm. "Well, actually, no, it's going to be next year." And then they came out again and said, "Well, we're doing both." <laughs> so, you know, what's going to be a disaster so, yeah. when Destiny Two and Mass Effect Four has the same release date. In early 2017. I'm definitely playing Mass Effect over everything. Mm -hmm. True. But, you know, there'll be a little bit of intrigueness. Intrigueness, yeah, that's a word. With Destiny. No. Nope, not a word. No. (laughs) Yeah. All right, well, now that Josh can't speak correctly. That's that's our cue. That's the cue that this is (laughs) over. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening. You can find us every Monday with a new episode on iTunes and any other podcast service. If for whatever reason you can't find us on a podcast service, tell us. And the easiest way would be Twitter at two V one podcast. And, uh, it would really help if you left us a rating or review on iTunes. It helps us get seen by others and tell any of your friends, tell your friends, (laughs) um, paper, tell your friends. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: All
0: right. All right, thanks all. See you guys next time. Thanks, guys. I'm going to give you a syphilis break. Yum. Ew. It's chlamydia, though. That's clap. Fuck, whatever.